Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. Today is the second Sunday of Advent. The most careful articulation of what the story of Advent is about is made by the young servant girl, Mary, the mother of Jesus, to whom the message of Advent and her role in it came. In a poem put by Luke on Mary's lips called the Magnificat, the message is articulated. My soul does magnify the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, says Mary. And then in a poignant paragraph, she declares at the heart of the message that God in Jesus Christ has brought down rulers from their throne, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich empty away. At the heart of the story of Advent is the idea of the reversal of the status quo ante of what obtained before being profoundly shifted and altered. It is the idea of a new deal for the humble and the poor and the vulnerable, whom she said that God in Jesus Christ has filled with good things. That is at the heart of Advent. For as long as we have celebrated Advent, one would have thought that by now more would have changed about the world. But domination and exclusion and exploitation are still the order of the day. The more things change, the more they remain the same. I'm making my way from Zambia through the USA to the Caribbean at this time of Advent. I have had to face the COVID protocols. The COVID protocols have been developed and implemented in a manner so as to reinforce and to remind us of how unequal the world is and who and what it is that the rules of the world, the rules running the world, favor. It is not people like us. Europe has announced the discovery of the Omicron variant, which they say was found in South Africa. It is not true because South Africa does not have a single new COVID infection. What South Africa is, is a place for the finest epidemiological unit in the world. They isolate genomes and trace new variants. New Zealand and not South Africa is the home of the Omicron virus variant. The opportunity has been taken, however, by the world travel industry to once again penalize that villain in the peace. Certain places are now no-fly zones. In Zambia, where I live, it is as if COVID now happened. It's just not here with any prevalence 
as it is in the West. Thankfully so, because Zambia still has malaria and HIV and AIDS and tuberculosis, so it does not need COVID. But that does not stop the use of imperial power and bias to prejudice their interests. It is born in the politics of exclusion and the politics of social stratification that has put Africa at the bottom. New ways have always to be found to impose restrictions and limitations on Africa, African people, and African interests. It is how it is. And Advent is here to anticipate the reversal when God brings down rulers from their thrones and send the rich empty away and fills the hungry with good things. What must we make of Advent in the time of COVID? The first thing is that we learn from Mary, the mother of Jesus, even as teen mother, is to aspire and to dream of a better world. Advent is not a time to pretend that things are not as they are. It is not a time to be sentimental and to celebrate the green and red, the mistletoe and hot chocolate. The song of Mary has made it plain that Advent is everything to do with a profound challenge to the inequality that runs the world and that it is everything to do with the cut and thrust of life's reality the struggle for a better deal, for justice, and for the hope for a better life. It is a world, it is for a world where the rich are sent empty away and the hungry are filled with good things. There has, however, over the last 500 years, but in particular over the last century, a heavy investment in making even the hungry and the needy believe that Christmas is about songs and sentiments rather than the profound inequality that need to be fixed in the world. And the people at the lower side of the economic totem pole are invested in pretending that things are fine with the world as it is or that it is not their concern. They are more monarchists here than there are monarchists in England. More people in England are prepared to dispense with the monarchy than people in the Commonwealth that have neither things in common with them nor wealth. Mary reminds us that Advent is a time to aspire for a fix, for a rebalancing of the equation of human life and for justice. It is a time that the hungry got filled with good things. It is time for those who have always been favored to get nothing. It is ironic that when Corona first came, it was noted that it was a punishment on the vulnerable and on the poor. And then the vaccines were discovered and the rich of the world hoarded vaccine for themselves to the detriment of poor nations. And so the powerful and the rich found new ways to punish the poor. There were no new cases of coronavirus in South Africa this week, but there were 46,000 new cases in Britain alone. And yet it is they who are imposing travel ban on other countries. It is time for us to dream again of Micah's world where the lion and the lamb will lie down together and a little child will lead them. 
where every man shall sit, shall sit under his own vine and fig tree, and shall sit on God's holy mountain, and none shall make them afraid. And swords are beaten into plowshares, and spears into pruning hooks, and the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. It is time for us to dream dreams again of justice and of peace and of a better deal. Advent is not a time to ignore global realities and fundamental issues of justice. It is a time to renew our quest for them, to be settled and to dream about them to be fulfilled. Mary's Magnificat is doing something else which we would do well to notice. She's refusing to normalize the suffering of the vulnerable, but is calling for redress. There is a way that we need to heed Mary's word. We and our kind have suffered for so long and have been at the bottom for so long that we are convinced that all we should do is get used to things as they are and let sleeping dogs lie. When it comes to reparation, we believe that we have been robbed for the last 500 years, should just get used to it rather than demand a recompense. Mary says, there is need to be a correcting of the scales of justice. Time alone does not resolve injustice. Things must be made right. Scales must be rebalanced. Yes, good can come out of a situation that is evil, but that does not make it right. The demand remains for a just and a better deal. For Mary's point of view, echoing the words of Isaiah of the exile, every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill made low and the crooked paths must be straightened. Isaiah was using the metaphor of a road building program and was drawing the lesson that if you are going to make a highway, you have to lift up some valleys and bring down some mountains. So it is with building the highway to the future. You have to reduce the hills to level ground and lift up the valleys to be level with that which has been lowered. We have to renew our commitment to a vigorous equality or perhaps better egalitarianism. It is time this advent for those ideas to make a comeback. What are the ways in which we are going to rebalance our world? This ought to be one of the goals for the post-COVID world. How are we going to remove the obstacles to, to, to equality? And how are we going to ensure our world becomes more equal? Crime and violence and poverty are outcomes. They are not causes. They represent the upcrops of underlying structures of unequal access to opportunity, improper education systems, and restricted access to the market. We cannot err on the side of punishment or on the side of imposing punitive actions. We have to remove rulers from their thrones. We have to dismantle structures of inequality. We have to lift up those who are home of humble estate. If we are not prepared to tackle fundamental inequality, we are not prepared to celebrate Advent. 
we can remove Mary from the story and proceed right, proceed to light up our Christmas tree and open our presents. Or we can recognize the Christmas and the celebration of Advent as it is now. As, as it is now done in many places are among the most unequal times in the year. Money for workers at Christmas time is money for the merchants. It is better to pay the workers well during the year than to give them a big bonus at Christmas time. While others are feasting, some are crying because they have no place to go, no money to get there. There is no room for them in the inn. It is time to get back to the basics. How are our children educated? How are our workers remunerated? How are our families given access to shelter? How do we make social development happen in a sustainable manner? The poor cannot be lifted without. It costing the rich something. Things have got to change from top to bottom. Those who benefit from things as they are will have to pay a price. Those who have been neglected and excluded have to be accounted for. That is what Advent is about. It is a time to rebalance the scale. In the days of slavery, at Christmas time, workers were given a new suit of khaki clothing and given a chance to eat a piece of chicken. In our time, security guards have to go to work for long hours and often do not see their families until the holidays are over. And there are categories of workers, such as domestic workers, such as cleaners, who have no holiday at all and nothing to show for it. We must give effect to Mary's words this Advent, make it a time to rebalance the scale. We owe it to Luke, the gospel writer, to show us how the first Advent was for the least of these, the shepherds, who were livestock farm, farmers and never went to the synagogue and never got a Sabbath off. For the young teen mother Mary, who sang for all of us when she said, my soul does magnify the Lord and my spirit rejoice in God my Savior, for he has regarded the humble state of his servant. He has lifted up the humble and brought down the rulers from their throne and filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Let us make this Advent a time for the humble and a time for the hungry. Amen.